Hey everybody, this is your host, Leah Jacobson, and this is Keeping Up With COVID. This is the second episode in this three-podcast series on how COVID has affected the daily lives of people everywhere in Alberta. For the first podcast, I talked to Colleen Shaw about life as a teacher during COVID and what challenges she as well as her students have been faced with. But today for the second podcast in this series, I am going to be talking about the impacts quarantine and COVID have had on mental health. If you haven't seen the last podcast where I had Colleen Shaw as my featured guest, check it out on cmru.ca. I've been excited for this podcast as psychology and mental health have always been interesting to me over the years as I've learned more about being healthy. The differences between trying to be physically healthy versus mentally healthy have startled me. Like with a lot of jobs, people get health benefits, but the health benefits are normally physical checkups with doctors and all that sort of stuff. And it's rare that these health benefits will be mental health related. And people go to the doctor's office for checkups and have their own specific doctors for these checkups. And they go like maybe once a year or every so often, but you have this set up normally. Whereas with mental health, some people will never see a doctor concerning their mental health or any of that so it's really interesting that for physical health we put a lot more into it than we do our mental health and it's kind of mind-boggling because mental health can be just as serious and affect our daily lives just as much now while I know there are people listening to this who haven't struggled with depression or anxiety or any other types of mental health issues It's a pretty safe bet to say that most, if not all of you, have come across someone who has had these issues. I have come across quite a few people who have suffered from mental health problems, and that was before quarantine and COVID started. I've found that for myself, whenever my mood has just like darkened dramatically, it's been when I've been isolated or I've just drawn away from others. So this forced isolation due to COVID has definitely had the potential to cause a lot of concern. I know people have had more anxiety and panic in this time because of all the news reports and because of how rapidly COVID is spreading. And I know people who are consumed with these fears. One very problematic thing that happened during our quarantine period was that patients in the critical care units in hospitals were not allowed to have visitors or they were only able to have one or two and as a result, many people died alone. The grief of families who were not able to be there with their loved ones was made harder by the funeral processes. Many funerals had to be live-streamed, and only a limited amount of people were able to go. This scenario alone causes me to worry about what COVID has done to mental health. But situations like these aren't the only thing COVID has done. 
in Canada, quarantine seemed to start in March for most, and while regulations have become lighter, where people can actually go to work now, for some it feels like they are still in quarantine. Even now, there are a lot of schools going online as well as workplaces. And for those going into schools and workplaces, if they show a symptom of COVID, they have to stay home until it goes away. And a lot of places recommend to get tested, which is another three or so days of quarantine. Quarantine hasn't completely vanished. And you can definitely see the effects of quarantine haven't vanished either. COVID has been a detrimental time to a lot of people's mental health. If you go on any social media website, I am sure you can find posts and comments of how people are feeling so alone and how their minds keep spiraling further into depression and anxiety and stress. An article called... An article called Les Beliefs About Causes of Depression which was based on studies they did, has shown that stress with work or stress caused by other or stress caused by other things is one of the main causes of depression. The first being trouble within families or partnerships. With COVID and quarantine happening, it can be understandable how depressions increased. Not just depression has increased, though. There are many different mental health issues which have increased alongside with it. Everything from anxiety, depression, to stress. And considering previous studies done, people with high levels of stress can run the risk of depression. The jump in the statistics are ridiculous. Anxiety and depression are affecting nearly half of the population whereas stress is now affecting the majority of the population. Before, anxiety, depression, and stress were only affecting around one-tenth of the population. I can understand that mental health issues are scary and that sometimes people are ashamed, of, are ashamed for having them. But if we are just basing this off of what studies have shown, it is very clear that there are many people out there who are struggling with mental health. So it's important to remember that you are not alone if you struggle with this. More and more people are dealing with things such as stress, anxiety, and depression. Sometimes it's hard to get help because you don't think people will understand or that they won't care. Separating yourself and isolating yourself from people who care about you and who you care about only makes your mental health issues become more detrimental. There is no shame in having mental health issues and seeking help. As you've heard in this podcast, more and more people are struggling with mental health since COVID and even before that, there were a fair number of people struggling with mental health. While society is improving in its awareness of mental health, there is still a long way to go. The general consensus among professionals seems to be that those struggling should not isolate themselves. They should get treatment and join a support group. There are a lot of centers out there and clinics 
where people can go and get help. With more people being affected by this, it is more important than ever that the stigma and shame surrounding mental health issues is removed so that people will feel more comfortable getting the help that they need. There are phone lines available 24-7 for people to call in and just talk with someone if they need to talk. There are clinics and mental health centers scattered around Alberta. There are many places to get help. With COVID, now is a time more essential than ever to receive this help. COVID numbers keep going up and down, and with the added stress of school being back in session, as well as some having to go into work, stress levels are going to continue to rise. We need to remove the stigma and help give people the care that they need. So instead of hearing my voice for the whole time, I figured I would consult someone who has had more professional experience regarding mental health. Here today is Kylie Whale. Kylie has worked in mental health for six years and is currently working at a mental health clinic in Calgary as a nurse. Now I thought it would be really interesting to have you here, Kylie, and just get your perspective on how mental health has been since the pandemic hit. I'm wondering, uh, what was work like during quarantine? Because I can't really imagine how you were able to work from home being at a mental clinic and all that. Mm. Or sorry, I was working still at the clinic. Okay. And what was that like? Well, at the beginning, it was quite stressful because we were trying to change our policies and our procedures and the way we went about things so that we can still provide great quality care um, with the limitations of isolation and um, encouraging people to remain home. Um, So we changed a lot of the way that we went about things by making things more virtual over the phone and um, over video. Yeah, like Zoom, where um, we're able to see the individual face-to-face over the computer. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and then we were trying to coordinate what it looks like for medications for people as um, sometimes people were quite afraid to leave their house because the lot was unknown at the time. And since COVID started, have you seen an increase of people? Yeah, I would say our the number of referrals have gone up. And the, the people that we have been seeing sometimes, the added consequences with COVID has affected their symptomology. So mm-hmm. um, with the isolation, we have found that that's added a different component so we've been providing a different sort of care for for those clients what do you say to these clients to keep them positive during this time oh for sure um first we just want to make sure that 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 we do encourage like the what's being advised to us with the distancing and hand hygiene and wearing a mask Mm -hmm. um but then with that we also want to focus on um how to remain positive during all of this unknown time so um if there's ways for them to remain connected with the people that they care about, whether it's virtually or if they live with them, um, trying to make sure that you, you're still connected socially, even if you're distancing. So um, being creative in the ways 
of um, connecting with people. So whether it's going for walks outside or FaceTiming or playing games online with people, something like that, then um, that's really important. And also just to, to really look inwards and to just notice if there's moments where you, um, being isolated is um, affecting your thinking in a negative way or something like that, then making sure that you're reaching out. Mm-hmm. And do you have any advice for the family of people struggling with mental health? Hmm. Um, the advice I think I would give would, would be to make sure that, that you are staying on top of connecting with with those people that you care about that are struggling with mental health. So checking in with them regularly. And um, if they're if you're noticing anything, then making sure that you're staying on top, checking in with them and encouraging them and also being in creative in the ways that you can provide care. Um, so if it's like dropping off a snack or something like that, where you can still um, be safe within the guidelines, but um, be creative in the way you care. All right, that was great. Thank you, Kylie. No problem. It was great hearing this from you, and I believe we could all stand to take this advice and attend to our mental health. There is still quite the stigma in the modern population when discussing mental health because you can see through people's actions and what businesses provide for their employees that physical health is deemed more important. We are on our way to amending this through mental health weeks and these centers and counseling but the stigma has to be removed and we have to acknowledge that just like with physical health, our mental health is important and should be treated properly and without judgment. This episode has been about mental health during COVID and quarantine. Our last episode was on teachers and schools during quote quarantine and the next episode will be about relationships during quarantine if you want to check either of those out they'll be on cmru.ca so until next time i'll see you then